Buenos dias! Welcome to another daily devotion. I'm your host, once again, El Padre. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 15, 1 through 20. Welcome on this wonderful Tuesday morning. Maybe it's maybe when you're watching this, it's actually Tuesday afternoon. Where it's like like a Thursday because you don't keep up on time. So today, uh, if you can, if you haven't read it already, please go ahead, read verses 1 through 20, and then come back and watch today's video. Uh, today is a, what I call one of the places that I think suck. Uh, like, it's it's not the... <laughs> like, it's a necessary place, but I don't enjoy reading it, uh, if that makes sense. And so here we go. Uh, I'm going to focus in on, first off, I'm going to kind of start at the end. Uh, and kind of work my way uh, backward, so to speak. Uh, and so I want to start with verse 16. It says this, The soldiers led him away to the palace that is the governor's residence and called the whole company together. Uh, so think about it like this. It's like a couple soldiers like lead Jesus into the governor's residence. Uh, and so just imagine like this big group and they call the whole company. Now, I don't know how many is in a company. Let's see if we can find out. 480 is the, the number that keeps coming. Yeah, so it's more than a couple. That's for sure. Uh, and so here we see that the whole company come together. They dressed him in a purple robe, twisted a crown of thorns, and put it on him. And they began to salute him. Hail, King of the Jews! They were hitting him on the head with a stick and spitting on him, getting down on their knees. They were paying homage to him. After they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple robe and put his clothes back on. Now, keep keep in mind, uh, before they even do this, Jesus was just flogged. Uh, flogged, uh, which is basically a whip that has potentially shards of metal sometimes it's uh broken pieces of uh pottery uh that's in there with the design to when it r like hits you it r gets stuck into your flesh and then when it pulls away it rips your flesh open causing incredible amounts of pain but also it just it, it, it mutilates you uh and so with this it, it says that they're they're mocking jesus they dress him up in a purple robe and then they're hitting him on the head with a stick. Uh, and then they're, they're also, they place this crown of thorns on his head. And they're saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Uh, and they're bowing down and they are mocking Jesus. Why? Because here's a guy who claims to be a king. Uh, you know, he tells Pilate, you have said so. And so, like, he's the king of the Jews, uh, but he's sentenced to death. Uh, they don't believe, uh, but yet we see later on, I think that this is interesting, and I wonder if the same soldiers that are doing this are the same ones that are with him at the moment of the resurrection when they say, uh, surely this was the Son of God. I wonder if it's the same soldiers, but either way, these, these soldiers are mocking Jesus, They're, they are beating him. It doesn't say for how long how long this he has to go through this, but like Jesus is is being just ravaged. And so I want to jump back a little bit. Uh, and I want to, to go into this. And it says this, that there was a, a, 
a custom where Pilate would uh, release at the festival uh, of unleavened bread. He would release every year. He would just release uh, another prisoner. And so uh, Barabbas is picked to do so. There was one named Barabbas who was in prison with rebels who had committed murder during the rebellion. Now, we know that there was a rebellion that took place um, before uh, this, and so Barabbas is in jail. Now, what's interesting is that Barabbas' name is also Jesus. It's Jesus Barabbas, uh, but for the sake of knowing the difference, a lot of times the authors just put Barabbas. Um, but what's interesting to me is that the crowd brings it up, and they ask Pilate, hey, can you release? You You have this custom. Uh, can you please do it? Now, um, what I want to point out is this. Um, he says, who do you want me to release? The one you call Barab Barabbas or the one you call King of the Jews? Uh, and so they choose to allow Barabbas to go free. Uh, now, I want to to paint this picture here for you real quick. Barabbas is in jail for his own sin. Uh, he's in jail because he's been running around with people who committed murder. Uh, he absolutely deserves uh, whatever punishment he would be given. Jesus is innocent. Even Pilate knows that the reason Jesus is there is because these uh, leaders uh, of the Jews, these religious leaders, these chief priests, they're jealous. Uh, and Pilate, it even documents this, for he knew that it was because of envy that the chief priests had handed him over. So when I say jealous, I mean, I guess I mean more like envy. Uh, and so we see here, what what is interesting is that I think a lot of times when we read this story, we don't see ourselves in it. Uh, and how, um, like Barabbas, we get to go free. When we accept the gift of eternal life, we get to go free. Our, our punishment that we deserve is covered by the blood of Jesus, like we talked about a couple days ago. Our, our punishment that we deserve, that, that is provided for us through the sacrifice that Jesus willingly goes through on the cross, is provided for us. And, and because of that, like Barabbas, we get to go free. What we deserve is death, and what we get is life. And as we examine this text, I don't want us to miss the reality that like Barabbas, you too deserve to be jailed, you deserve to be crucified, uh, but what you get is freedom. What you get is life. And Jesus invites you and I into a relationship with him. He invites each and every one of us into eternal life by believing in his name and being set free from our sin through his blood when we choose to surrender ourselves to him. One of the things that I want each of us to, to recognize is that Barabbas is the one who deserves to be beaten and mocked. Barabbas is the one who deserves to be on the cross and what happens is Jesus dies for him as well. Uh, this is the gospel. Now, I want to point out this that Jesus is not a victim. This victim mentality in the church has got to go. It's, it's got to. Jesus wasn't a victim. He was there because he gave his life. 
not because it was taken from him. It says this, look, look, it says this in verse 33. Uh, when it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is translated, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Uh, verse 37. Jesus let out a loud cry and breathed his last. Then a curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. When the centurion who was standing opposite saw the way he breathed his last, he said, truly this man was the son of God. I wonder if this centurion was there mocked uh, in, when the military was mocking him in the governor's residence. Uh, but I want, I want to point this out that some of the other texts show uh, like John 3.16, uh, that, that he gave his life. Like, don't rob Jesus of his giving his life. Uh, let's go here. In verse 50 uh, of Matthew chapter 27, but Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and gave up his spirit. Jesus gave up his spirit. The only reason he died is because he gave his spirit up. He gave his life. He was not a victim. He was there because he knew that this is the way that the sin is, is atoned for. He was there so that you and I could have eternal life. Jesus was not a victim. And in the same way, each and every one of us have to recognize, uh, we've got to get to a place to where we're not victims either. That we choose to follow Christ and we are surrendering our life. We are giving our lives. And that when people mock us, when people want to uh, like Jesus, you know, put make fun of us when they want to beat us up, when they want to pick on us because we follow Jesus. We've got to recognize that we're there because we, like Jesus, are giving our life. I'm sick and tired of hearing this goofy crap like, oh, I'm a victim. Oh. Listen, people, if you choose to follow Christ, it's you are giving up your life. You're picking up your cross and choosing to die every day. That is our choice. That is my right. I choose to give my life. Now listen. You've got to weigh the cross. You've got to weigh. That Jesus uh, says it like this. That um, you know, before the builder builds the house. He considers the cost. There is a cost to following Jesus. And you and I have got to recognize. That that is our life. But guess what? When I choose to pay it, I am giving my money to pay that. I chose to give my life. I chose to pay my life. I did not have it just taken from me. I gave it. And Jesus stands there and willingly lets Pilate flog him. Uh, he stands there and willingly allows these soldiers, this company of soldiers to mock him. And at one point, Pilate even... Uh, Jesus even tells Pilate, like, if I wanted to, I could call and the Father would send legions of angels to come defend me. I, I'm here because this is what was set aside for me. This is the cup that I have to drink, so to speak. Don't rob Jesus of his gift by calling him a victim. And you and I need to recognize we're not victims either. We've chosen to surrender our lives to this cause. Let's pray. Lord, we ask for your forgiveness. Uh, Lord, we surrender ourselves once again to you. Lord, we ask for forgiveness because I know that each and every one of us, there are times when we value our life more than we value um, you. We don't love you with all of our heart, mind, and soul, and strength. We love ourselves. 
So Lord, forgive us for that. Lord, we pray that your people would count the cost, that we would choose to give our lives to you each and every day, that we would look at the cross and recognize what it means. Lord, that we wouldn't just take this gift that we give or the gift that you gave gently or lightly. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us once again for the daily devotions. Uh, our hope is that you're growing mature uh, in your faith as you get to know the Word of God better. Uh, we pray that you are growing in your maturity uh, and that we ask that if you're new here, uh, please subscribe to the channel, click the little bell. Also, we have a couple other resources available for you. We have uh, the Fire Within podcast, you can check that out. That is free of charge. It's on the podcasts anywhere you can listen to a podcast, Fire Within. Uh, you can search Jesse the Mexican Superhero. It should come up, Fire Within. And then also there's a Fire Within book that I wrote that is there to help you to be able to share your faith. I challenge you to check it out. And then also we have another podcast called A Letter to the Fatherless where we're going to be interviewing fathers uh, getting their feedback, advice that they have for people. And then also, I have a book coming out very soon called A Letter to the Fatherless that will be available one chapter at a time on Kindlevella. Uh, I'm really excited about that. So if you can, if you love what we're doing here, if you love the daily devotions, please consider partnering with us so that we can keep this going. At, um, there's a link in the description. Thank you so much for joining us. Peace out, Girl Scout.